Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Raymond Jeffries, and thank you for listening to my podcast, Forex Faction, The Journey to Financial Freedom. In this podcast, as it states in the title, it's going to be geared towards anyone who wants financial freedom and control of their own lives. In this podcast, I'm going to be going over what actions I am taking to hopefully provide value to others and give them ideas of how they can be working towards reaching this goal in their lives. This podcast will also delve deep into my love of trading and the journey a trader takes to become consistently profitable. This isn't what you see in the movies or what you're sold online with the -the over-the-top parties and Lamborghinis. When it comes to trading, I will be going through my different day-to-day issues that arise to hopefully shed some light on an industry that sold fake dreams and show what it truly takes to become consistently profitable and the hard work that comes with it. I also want to break this narrative that this is some get-rich-quick scheme because it very much isn't. Yo, what's going on, everyone? How's it going? This is Raymond Jeffries. Firstly, I just want to say welcome to all the new listeners out there. Thank you guys for coming out listening to the show. I also want to give a big thank you to those listeners who are coming back listening to the show. Hopefully you guys are getting some kind of value out of this and it's helping you guys along in your trading journey. In this particular episode, I know the past couple weeks I've been going over, you know, different setups and, you know, what's best for this or what's best for you. This one, this podcast is actually one I've been kind of looking forward to do because it has to do with two things that I really love. And those two things is, well, I guess not two things I, I don't love the second thing, but the two things I love, I love the question in this is in the title is trading gambling. And this is one of those, you know, really big things. I'm sure you probably have heard from family members. And when you tell them, oh, I'm learning how to trade almost completely positive, you probably heard them say, oh, isn't that gambling? Isn't that like, oh, isn't that really And you would be honestly, my opinion on whether trading is gambling is going to kind of maybe not jive with some other people in regards to what they think. I honestly, I think trading can be gambling. It it is gambling in a way, but that's and, and I'm not saying it's all all out gambling because it's not. But it definitely can be. And I'm sure some of you have probably had experience with that yourselves because I know I, I did. If, if, it's, if trading is treated in a particular way, then it definitely can be gambling. And actually, if I actually read this interesting quote when I read a book, this book called, uh, well, everyone should probably know this book if you're a trader. It's called Market Wizards. And there was a really good quote in there by Richard Dennis. Uh, Richard Dennis is famous for for the turtle traders. If you guys aren't sure what that is, go ahead and look that up. It'll kind of give you a short definition of what it is. But as traders, well, this, this isn't the quote, but just my thought process on the quote is, as traders, trading is gambling because we don't know the individual outcome of each trade. Each, in, each trade is individual to each other. And we don't know whether a specific trade we're getting into is going to be a winner or is going to be a loser. So in in that terms, it kind of is gambling. So that Richard Dennis quote and that in the book, he was asked, is there luck involved with trading? Basically luck like there's luck involved with gambling. And his quote isn't, isn't an exact quote, but it's kind of close to kind of melding what he said. He said, in the long run, there is zero luck in successful trading. On any individual on any individual trade is almost all luck. But it's just a matter of statistics. If you look at something that wins 50% of the time over the long run, there is a hundred percent chance of it working. So just you know, sit back and think about those numbers. 
If you have something that wins 53% of the time, say it's a coin flip, right? And you're, say, you're, say your trade in particular wins 50% of the time. In each individual trade, you have no idea whether it's going to be a winner or a loser. So by definition, it is a gamble. But you know that over the long run, like even in a, like say if you, if you, if you took 10 trades, you could still lose seven and win three. But you know, statistically, in the long run, over 100 trades, 1,000 trades, 2,000 trades, you should win 50% of the time. But, you know, and that's why it's important as traders, we don't look at things on a trade-by-trade trade basis. And, th- and this was something that took me a while to understand. You have to look at it in the long run. And it, the funny thing is, in order to be successful in trading, you have to know what your edge is. You have to look for an edge in the market. You have to look for something that kind of... That, like, <laughs> so, so you're at, okay, you may be asking yourself, what is an edge, Right. It, what gives you an edge in the market? What is that definition of an edge? An edge is a strategy or system that is, that, well, my definition of an edge is a strategy or system that gives you a statistical probability of one thing happening before another. So what that broken down means is you have a statistical probability that prices likely to go here before it goes here. Price is more likely to go to my target ones or target, you know, my targets before it's likely to go to my stops. And it really is that simple. And I, I'm a firm believer like of, of this quote that trading is very simple. Trading is very simple. People overcomplicate it all the time. Trading is very simple, but it is not easy. It's not easy because all of the other factors that come along with trading. The psychology part of trading is very big. And the the fact that you know, okay, for example, we were saying if you're a 50% winner, right? 53% winner. So out of 100 trades, you should win 53 of them. There's no guarantee that in 100 trades, you're going to win 53 though. There's no, there's nothing saying you're going to win one and lose one, win one and lose one. No, you could win three, you know, be on a high because you won three trades in a row, then lose eight in a row. Think about that. Like, how would you feel taking that twelfth trade? Would you be Would you be scared of taking a, that ninth loser in a row? Would you be willing? Would you know that hey, I have an edge with this setup. I want to keep taking it, even though I'm taking these losers. That's where trading becomes very hard. It's very simple. It's very. I mean, it's very easy just to take a setup. I mean, simple to take a setup over and over. It becomes harder when you incorporate money. You incorporate emotions. You incorporate all these other factors into your trading, which make it very, very difficult. So my background on on something like this, it's on just trading in general. So I used to, I, I still do when I could, when I can. I love playing poker. You know, I have a poker background. I don't know if anybody out there plays poker or has played poker before. Depending on your style in poker, poker is very much driven by statistics and and that it's funny because that was actually my major in college i majored in psychology with a special focus on statistics because i love i love numbers i love statistics and it's no wonder that you know i had an attraction towards trading and playing poker and poker is one of those things where it's it's very similar to trading well i guess it depends on the way you play poker if you play poker in a gambling way it can definitely be gambling. Don't get me wrong, but it can also be very numbers based. You can 
so how they how they how they incorporate each other when it comes to poker it's the at least the way i play poker i base it off of not not and that's the thing it's not it wasn't purely numbers based because you have to know the player you're playing against you have to have all these other factors but i at the end of the day i base it off of my numbers i know that if i have ace king going up against a pocket pair i should win about 51 percent of the time you know it's basically a coin flip or if i have a higher pocket pair if i have like pocket aces against like pocket queens i know i should win roughly about 80 percent of the time see these are numbers these are statistics that you should that you have to know when you're playing these are numbers that you should you should know actually and there's actually a fair bit of risk reward in poker as well the risk reward comes in those hands where like i said i'm an 80 percent favorite Am I willing to risk my whole stack being an 80% favorite? For me, the answer is yes. I mean, it, like I said, it's different with poker because you're risking a a set, like a hand. Like It would be like a 2% trade. Think of it that way. Am I risking a 2% of my overall portfolio or my overall a bank in, in poker? I would call it bankroll. But in, I guess, in, in uh, trading, it would be your... You know, just just the just the the cash you have, I guess. Um, would I risk two percent to in this trade where I'm an eighty percent favorite? The answer, I mean, if if most traders, if you told them, okay, if you risk two percent to double that two percent, and on a trade where you're an eighty percent favorite, I think most traders will say yes. You know, and and it's the same with poker. So it's it's no wonder why the similarities kind of attracted me to 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 trading in the first place. But it's it's one of those things where poker in many in many people's eyes poker is gambling and like i said poker like trading can definitely be treated like gambling i mean you can almost treat anything like gambling um but there there is a skill involved that's the thing like there is a skill involved with poker that people don't realize they just but the reason why that is because in poker just like in trading you're not playing against the house you're not playing against something where you're not playing. If you were playing any other game, you're playing against the house. The house always has the the statistical edge because there's no reason why they would make a game where they don't have the edge because, you know, they're the house or the, or the casino. In poker, just like in trading, you're actually going up against other individual players. Just like in trading, you're going against other individual traders. So when you're going up up against other individual traders there's mistakes in there you know there's there's emotion in there you will see traders just just like in poker you'll see in poker you'll see it it's called going on tilt i have seen players who i know are really good poker players just blow an entire stack i'm talking about hundreds of dollars thousand dollars just because they're really upset and it's the same thing with trading you see traders who are angry at the market because they, you know, missed a trade or whatever it may be. And then they just end up over trading and they take another loss and they take another loss and it just continues to add on. And that's why it's important when you're trading, you know, if you're having that moment to step away, you know, just step away for a moment, breathe, understand what's going on and just, you know, stop trading. And, and that's, and that's what I honestly used to do in, in poker. When I was going, when I was, you know, feeling myself going on tilt and I was getting really upset because like, a, like for example, like another player sucked out. What that means is, you know, on a hand where I was a four to one favorite and the other guy wins and I'm just like annoyed 
or the guy, you know, was the even, even like a nine to one win. I've, that's happened to me before. Or like a four percent. Like I had a hand where I was like a ninety six percent. It's funny in poker. Another similarity in poker and gambling or poker and uh, trading. You remember the horrible losses, but you never remember like the the wins that you probably shouldn't have won. I remember hands where I was like a ninety six percent favorite, and I still lost on that last card. You know, it, it's it's and you just get so angry and you just have to step away and you just have to kind of clear your mind, understand that you're not playing for that individual game. And just like in poker, you're playing for the long run. You're you're playing those statistical hands where you have an edge over your opponent over time because that's what's going to pay you. It's not gambling all of your all of your bankroll at one time on a on a coin flip hand where it's 50 50. That would be, yeah, yeah, definitely. You could double your money, but guess what? You don't have an edge. You don't have an edge there. You don't have a, a great risk. Like if you're telling me where I'm gambling like 50% where I know I'm like a three to one favor or four to one favorite, then, oh, and then at least you can justify it that way, I guess. I wouldn't do it, but you could justify it that way. But if you're just, you know, oh, coin flip, I'll put all my money in there. We'll see if I win or lose. If I win, I double my money. Great. You know, how long before you go broke doing that? I it'll be very quick uh, just like I said I've seen it happen before where guys just go on tilt and they just like lose and it's it's like an it's like a never-ending thing they just keep losing because they're making the wrong decisions because they're making decisions based off of emotion and no longer based off of an edge that they have they, they, they want to get back at the get back at the person who took their money you know like oh this person's full of it I'm gonna I'm going to just bet him down to the river and I'm going to go all in. And not knowing that person who, you know, that person has a better hand than them the entire time. And how many times have you seen that in trading? How many times have you done that? I know I've done it before where I was mad at the market and, you know, I, I went long. I, you know, the market starts going against me. Oh, no. OK, I got to get short. Boom. Market starts going against me again and I lose both ways because, I, you know, you tell yourself, oh, and the market has to do this. You, you, once you're once you're trading off of that emotion, you're no longer trading off of an edge. You're just kind of going off of what you feel, and that's not a winning strategy when it comes to poker. Well, sorry, yeah, when it comes to poker or when it comes to trading as well. So it's important to think of that. So what you have to ask yourself, okay, so how do you calculate an edge? How do you find an edge? How do you see if what you're trading right now even has an edge? Because I can guarantee there's a lot of traders out there who are trading a strategy or a strategy that they picked up off the shelf, a strategy that someone sold to them, and they have no idea if it makes money or not. Because I think what people don't realize is that not all strategies work for all markets. And, and that was something I didn't know. I didn't, you know, when I first started trading, you know, or even, you know, when I wasn't trading the right way, I didn't know that, so for example, a bat pattern didn't work in this market or in like the euro. For me, like, for example, I was trading the bat pattern before on all markets, not realizing that once I actually back tested it, I found out that it's actually not profitable in a number of markets for, you know, per my eyes. So that's something you need to figure out. You need to figure out if what you're trading has an edge. And the way to do that, I kind of just kind of gave it away there, is to backtest. You know, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard and it's going to be very tedious and it's going to be a lot of work. So I'm not going to lie to you and say, you know, it's going to be something quick and easy to figure out. No, it's not. I'm, I'm not even going to even try to upfront for you a little bit. It's going to be hard. It's going to suck. You're going to have to say no to going out some nights. You're going to have to 
you know, sit at the computer for hours on, <laughs> hours on in, just, you know, getting your numbers, getting back testing, going through charts, spending time there. You're going to have to sacrifice a lot of things, but you have to ask yourself, why are you sacrificing these things? Is it worth it for you? Do you want to trade? Do you want to be a successful trader? If you do, then why would you not want to get your numbers? Why would you not want to know if what you're trading is profitable? And the only way to, there's two ways of doing that. Either you forward test it and you test it live right now. And then in five years, you can figure out, oh, this wasn't profitable. You know, I guess that's an option. That wouldn't be the optimal option for me in my mind. You know, the way my mind works, my mind works. Okay, well, I'll go back 10 years. I'll test this setup for the past 10 years up until this point. And over that long run, over that long track, has it been profitable? And if it has, then, okay, I know it's profitable. And this is, this, this back testing is something that I like that, that I didn't I knew about before but I didn't really realize the importance of it and what was said to me well what was important to it in regards to fighting finding your edge because what was said to me like uh by by Jason Greystone who you guys probably have heard of before in Forex he's one of my mentors and it, what was said is really stuck with me is you can't assume that or actually assume every strategy that you learn from someone else or that sold to you is broken Assume it's all broken. Assume, you know, uh, take the basic strategy that's given to you, test it, add your own filters, add what's important to you. Because I, I, I always give this example of a double top. You know, like a double top anywhere on the chart is a double top, you know, people say it's a reversal pattern, but you know, it's a double top at structure more relevant than a double top in the middle of nowhere. For me, the answer is yes. So, I want to test double tops at structure, you know, see if that's more profitable as opposed to double top in the middle of a chart. And once I back test it at structure over time, because that's what's important to me, I can test a double top at structure with RSI divergence, with price going over bought, seeing if there's fibs lining up in that area, higher time frame confirmation at a psych number, then boom, you know, they, those are that stuff that's important to me. I know that when this particular setup happens over the past 10 years at structure with all the other factors lined up for me, I know that this trade wins 55% of the time. And I know I can usually get a good two and a half to one risk reward ratio on this trade on average over the past 10 years, because that's what my numbers have told me. You can even break it down. Okay. The past three years, I've gotten this risk reward and this is what it looks like. And this is how successful it's been, you know, you, and that's the beauty of getting those numbers. You can, you can base it off of the long run over the past 10 years, and you can even shorten it to the past three to four years, kind of see how it's been doing of late or even last year. And that getting that belief, getting that edge and knowing that you have that edge gives you belief in your system. And it gives you belief that when you go through those hard times, for example, like I was saying, those 10 trades, when you have that stretch where you lose eight trades in a row, you're going to hit that ninth and you're going to, you know, that that ninth is going to be really hard to pull the trigger because if you have no belief in your system, you're not going to want to pull that trigger. You're not going to want to enter a trade again with the possibility of knowing that, hey, I might not win this time around. I'm it's probably going to be a loser because the last eight were losers or whatever, seven or eight were losers. You know, you want to make sure your belief in your plan is foolproof because you know you have that belief that over time that it is 
consistently profitable. And that is something that's built. And how do you, like I said, how do you build that? You build that by getting your numbers. You know, you want to know what your average return is on a particular strategy per year, because you want to know, is this edge playing out this year? Is it not playing out this year? Okay, why is it not playing out this year? What can I look at? What? Let me look deeper into this. Is our, our prices not extending further this year in regards to hitting second targets? Okay, well, maybe I want to adjust and only hit target once. How will you know that unless you have your numbers to show you? And, you know, that's, that's for me, that's an edge. It's a lot of work, like I said. Don't... <laughs> If this is not something you do, if you don't love trading, I, 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 and if you want, if you're just getting into trading just for some kind of like passive income, you know, like, oh, I just look at the charts. They tell me where to buy. They tell me, then you, you don't maybe go to a signal service. And even then I, I don't recommend it, but Hey, it's your money. Do what you got to do. But if you're going to trade, treat your trading, not like gambling, you're going to treat it like a business then you're gonna have to put in this work because if you don't put in that work, you're not gonna have belief in your system. And if you don't have belief in your system, you're destined to fail. So with that being said, yes, it is quite the question, is trading gambling? And my answer to this question is yes. Trading is gambling due to each single trade, you know, not being a particular outcome. You don't know the particular outcome, but based off of a a longer sample size of a thousand trades, 2000 trades, trading is not gambling in the law. You have to focus on the long run and even like 50 trades is a small sample size, 50 trades in regards to, you know, the, the long run of like 50,000 trades, you know, like you have to focus on the long run. You have to focus on cash preservation and playing your edge out in the market long run. And like Richard Dennis said, if you have a 53% win percentage edge, it only works if you do it 100% of the time. Not 98% of the time, not 90% of the time, not, you know, 75, you have to do it 100% of the time to make sure you get that 53% edge in the market. All right, so I'm done preaching now, sorry. I thought, like I said, this is something that I'm very passionate about because as as traders, you're gonna get that a lot, is trading game, especially if you're new, and you don't really know how to respond to, you know, when people ask you that. And you, and honestly, sometimes I don't even feel like explaining it to them. I don't really care. You know, I, I would just say, focus on your focus. Don't worry about what other people are asking. If you, if you want to explain it to family and stuff like that, explain to them that trading is not gambling and how you're not treating your trading like gambling, then you can, you know, take the time to explain it to them. Take the time to explain how the numbers work out, how your edge works out, if you truly care. And if you don't, you know, don't focus on it. Like I like for me, like I spent so much time in my life before trying to explain it to people. I'm like, oh, this is not this is this is why it's not this is. And eventually I was like, you know what? Why do I care? I know I know what it is in my mind. You know, you know, all the people out there who are listening to this podcast, who know what trading is and who are treating it like a business, you know what it is in your mind. You don't have to explain it to anyone. Just focus on what you're doing. Focus on creating that plan, focus on following that plan 100% of the time, finding that edge, exploiting that edge in every market where you know you have that edge. That's the importance of getting those back-tested numbers. That's the importance of you know making sure you have an edge with that setup. And with that being said, you guys, um, thank you guys for listening to the show. Um, that's gonna be the end of it. Um, I, I don't know if you guys know or not, I do have a YouTube channel out there. Um, if you guys look somewhere in the description box, it should be in there if you guys wanna hop and check that out. I do 
weekly videos. I do uh, two a week. I do like a midweek review video and I do a weekend review video if you guys are interested in that. And, you know, seeing how I look at the market and seeing how I go about doing my analysis on a day-to-day basis. I just want to say thank you guys once again for listening to the podcast. If you guys are enjoying what you're listening to, rate and review it, you know, hop on iTunes, let me know what you guys think. Cause you know, like I said, the most important thing for me is that you guys get value out of these, out of these podcasts, because I just want to be helpful to other traders out there. Cause I know what it's like. I've been in a lot. I've been in those shoes where you don't know what to do. You, you do, There isn't really a voice out there speaking to you, letting you know, you know, it's going to be okay. Just focus on doing the right things and things will work out. You know, it's, and because there's so much out there if you do like i say if you, i always tell people if you want to look at how much bs there is go to youtube type forex and you will get a ton of hits of just like stuff that's that's not helpful you know it, it and it, it ends up hurting a lot more people than it ever helps so i'm just like i said i'm just looking to be helpful to anyone out there who's listening to this podcast with that being said like i said thank you guys for listening take care and i will see you in uh next week's episode have a good one bye